welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. Yeah, it is the Tuesday after Labor Day, and uh, that's the theme of today's Hey, I Was Wondering, as I got an email from Kev. Oh, Kev. I got Kev. Hey, Eric. Earlier this morning, got it this morning. Wow. Earlier this morning, I was laying in bed and my wife was getting ready to leave uh, for work early. And I noticed that she grabbed a pair of white pants. Oh. Trying to impress her with how much I know about fashion. I said, hey, 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 you can't wear white pants after Labor Day. She looked back at me and said, don't pretend like you know these things. You don't. That's an old, outdated rule. It's not in effect anymore. You can wear white whenever you want. She then tried to explain to me the concepts of winter, white, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah. I don't know what any of that is. They all just look like white pants to me. I was just wondering, so are you not supposed to wear white, or are you supposed to wear white, or does no one really give a damn after Labor Day? Thanks. Just wondering, Kev. P.S. Eric, is it true that you actually do have white pants? I heard you say that last week. Thanks. <laughs> They're not really white, Kev. They're... They're more cream-colored. Oh. That I got bullied into wearing. But not a khaki. They're kind of khaki-ish, sort of. Okay. But not really. But kind of. I'm going to go with white pants, got, but you don't want to say it. I'm they going with the, white capris. They are the <laughs> pants that you keep in. Everybody's got that one pant that you're not really comfortable wearing, but you're not really comfortable throwing away because mm-hmm. you figure someday you're going to need it. Yeah. You wear it once a year yep. for four hours, and the whole time you're wearing it, you're self-conscious. You don't want to be wearing them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what those pants yeah. are. Yeah. That makes sense. Put them right back in the back of the drawer there now. Right. Uh, let's find out here uh, what we know, uh, Kev. Uh, Nikki, uh, is there anything to uh, what the white after Labor Day, or is that just your grandmother's rule? I think that's a great question. I don't know, because there is this winter white, you know, that you can wear later on. But like, How this, is that different than regular white? I, I, it's like a softer <laughs> kind of... It's not of, as, like, white. It's yeah. not white out white. It's, it's almost like, like a cream. creamy kind of white. Yeah. So I, I, Like my pants. Like Probably, exactly. yeah. That's a winter white. <laughs> so, Got it. I don't know. I, I kind of still feel like that's the rule, but... I I don't know. What do you think, Violetta? Yeah. White I think after it's Labor Day. A, no, you can't wear white pants specifically after about Labor shoes? Day. shoes? Can you wear white shoes? Oh, yeah. No, just Here. to me, it's only Uncle about Eddie. the pants. Just pants? <laughs> yeah, it's only white jeans. <laughs> really? Right. I think you can even wear slacks that are white, but I don't know. I don't see a lot of white slacks. Hey, what, what color slacks you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> same, old, same old jeans. <laughs> are they white jeans? Uh, no, they're lighter. We should get whip a pair of white jeans. These oh, are yeah. actually newer jeans. These are brand new jeans, to tell you the truth. They're a little lighter, but they're certainly not white. They're just lighter blue. Well, I've got bad news for all of you, as this was just handed to me by Swanee. Yes, you can wear white after Labor Day as multiple stylists weigh in. Okay. You got multiple stylists. You know it's true. Yep. I just kind of like the rule. Like, I like a designated time to wear my white pants. And I I think it's dumb, but I think it's kind of fun. Like, ooh, it's after Labor Day. Don't wear them. Well, here's the thing, too. As multiple stylists you just mentioned, Whip, are weighing in, uh, they talk to this one. My focus is generally on helping people uncover what they feel best, blah, blah, blah. We believe it is best to... <clears throat> Excuse me, to not worry about packing away your white around Labor Day, says Daisy Gillespie, personal stylist in St. Louis, Missouri. So she can't be trusted. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so she's from St. Louis, okay. which isn't exactly the yeah. style capital of the world. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know that she can be trusted. If she was a good stylist, she'd be moving out of St. Louis. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Follow the Eric in the Morning Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Eric Morning Mix. 56% of Americans admit to reading a book during the summer, but only to look smarter. <laughs> it doesn't list what books either. Like, if you see me reading a James Patterson book, I, I'm not passing myself off as smarter. Okay. Right? No. You see that and you go, that's an airport book. But, I mean, 
it shows that you're willing to, you know, devote time read. to read <laughs> better than me. Right. So, uh, what are you reading? 312-233-1019. Hey, Ian. The newspaper. Which one? Uh, the Chicago Sun-Times. There you go, yeah, Sun-Times. That's a good one. You know what? I, um, I read uh, an actual newspaper sort of this weekend for the first time since I can't remember one. Because, yeah. you know, who actually has the physical newspaper right, anymore? Right. I'll see it online or I'll see it on their app or whatever. But I was in the car wash and they had the Sun Times in there. Oh, so you like right. shook it extra hard because you could. I'm like, wow, look at me. <laughs> yeah. Flip to right page here. 23. Okay. And it was the sports section. I was like, I'm going to sit in the car wash all day. All right. <laughs> At number three, uh, Ada, you're reading what? Hi, Ada. Hi. Hi. Uh, I'm reading Midnight Sun. I, I feel like we caught you in the middle of it, too. <laughs> Hang on. I'm in the middle of a paragraph. What is Midnight Sun? Uh, it's basically the first book of the Twilight series, except in Edward's perspective. Oh, oh really? Right. I, I see, now that's that. that's why I never knew there was one from his perspective. If I'd yeah. known, I would be reading all of them. I read yeah. about that in People magazine. Did you? Nice. Yeah. And number two, Kathy, what are you reading? Unmasked. Unmasked. Is that a uh, something about uh, our current times? Well, it's about how Antifa wants to infiltrate democracy, and it's a group that got oh. it. A little light bedroom them. before sleeping yeah. reading. Yeah. It's a little yeah. bit of conspiracy. Exactly. Not? Yeah, nothing heavy about that at right. all. Mm-hmm. Very different yeah. than the Matthew McConaughey, I That's think. That's right. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know. Hang on. Uh, let's get <laughs> on hold. Let's see if uh, we can send uh, Violetta's book to her. <laughs> Upper goes a book off. swap. And finally, in at number one. Americans read books to look smarter, and that's exactly what Bob is attempting to do. Bob, you're reading what? Uh, astrophysics for people in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> for people in a hurry. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like astrophysics really condensed down to like 15 minutes. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's uh, it's just a few hundred pages. But if you like that stuff, it uh, well, who doesn't? Uh, he, he, he explains a really good Neil deGrasse. Uh, he's just, he's that one guy, really you know, Neil, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Are there pictures? Plus, I read it by the pool. Ladies think I'm brilliant. No, yeah. no, no pictures. Black holes and stars and planets. And All sorts of. We know what they look All like sorts already. Of cool stuff. I mean, yeah, you can yeah. hear. He knows. Yeah. I can yeah, just sure. feel the knowledge. <laughs> I can feel it. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's Eric. So are we having any fun yet? Well, actually, this was one of my favorite moments from this morning's show. At least I think it was. Here it is. So you mentioned you were going camping this coming weekend, Nikki. Yeah. And will your allergies be okay? Yeah, well, doesn't matter. And you said no, because I... <laughs> now camping. Yeah. This is not... You're not going in a camper. No. You're going in a tent. Tent, yes. Are, are you going to like a... F- Forest preserve, where, yeah, you know where they all the reserve serial the killers dump the bodies. Yep, yeah, reserve area. a mm-hmm. spot a long time ago. Oh, you got to reserve a spot. Okay, yeah. that was my uh-huh. next question. I don't yeah. know how that works. Yep. Are there going to be other people around you, or just you guys in the wilderness alone? No, it's it's you know it's um you get a certain area, and there are other campers around oh. you, and then there's like you know bathrooms and oh. beach. Oh, and you've got bathrooms. There are, yeah. There's so no you're digging not a hole in the bushes. There's no, no there's no poop shovel. <laughs> yeah. This is a little part, which was uh, Big Karowski's favorite band at Lollapalooza. Poop, poop shovel, shovel. Yeah. poop shovel yeah. is uh-huh. really good. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I kind of, I think I want to go camping. But I know I don't. That's one of those things you want to do it until you're actually doing it. And you're 10 minutes in, you're like, I don't want to really do this at all. Uh, but I want to do it more like. In the wilderness? Yeah. 
like where you have to, you know, like when you watch like right. dual survival. Yeah. And they right. take you out and you're just finding your way through a, through a wooded forest somewhere and you're just like, all right, this looks like a good spot. We should hunker down for the night here. Right. Like one of those. Have you ever done that kind of camping? No. Would you do that? I, that's tough. Okay. I, it's You know what I mean? Because think about it. you got to carry all that. St- like, that is a full-on backpack. You've got to be ready to right. go. And that is it. That will is you be all cr- you have. Will you be making your own fire? Yes. Okay. What? You've already been, like, menu planning, and you got to figure out how you're going to do that. It's it's a lot It's a lot of work. When I watch Dual Survival, they always menu plan before <laughs> yeah. they go out. And their right? menu plan's like, man, I hope yeah. we can find a raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> We're avoiding that. Yeah, right. what are you supposed uh. to eat? It's debate. Like, well, one of Eric's favorites. Beans and weenies. Is, uh, yeah, there you go. Mm. That's an easy one that's ready to go. Um, and then, like the vodka. Yeah, and lots of beer. Yeah. yeah. Now, is it just you, your husband, and your son? Or are you going with like a group of We're, people and you're all going to be around a campfire? Cousins. So I'm going with just one other, one cousin. Um, okay. And yeah. we're And gonna, how often do you guys go camping? We try to go once a year. Oh, so you've been camping before? Yes. Oh, wow. I never went as a kid, but my husband went a bunch as a child, so this is something he well, has He's an expert doing. at this. Not at all. He's the resident expert. Zero. Now, Whip, have you have you gone <laughs> camping like with a tent? And uh, In life, yes, but recently, no. So if I wanted to do something like this, do they have companies that I can just like, can I go to, you know, Bass Pro Shop and go, listen, I want to rent the camping package. And they give me my, a tent and a poop shovel, <laughs> and then I use it for the weekend. Then I bring it back, or do I have to go out and buy all the stuff? Because I don't want to do that. I think you can have a company set up stuff for you. I have no idea how that works, though. Because I don't want them to set it up. Oh, I want to do that. That myself. I don't know. You're, you're on your own yeah, on that. I, I, just don't I don't know. Buy the tent and the poop shovel. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. You can borrow my tent. It's not a bad idea either. <laughs> okay. Well, you also set it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And set the fire Where, up. Set does the anybody up. know, like, do, are you, do you come from a camping family? Is there anybody that, that doesn't go to, you know, the forest preserve? That Like, your dad, when you were a kid, would take you like and say, all right, we're loading up the Silverado, and we're going to go up uh, to Minnesota, and we're going to go wander, and we're going to find one of those 10,000 lakes. We're gonna we maybe on public property, maybe on private property. Right. We're gonna wander around. We're gonna find a spot and we're gonna hunker down there for the weekend. We're gonna fish and we're gonna do stuff. Do what stuff. Yeah, what yep. do you do? Yeah. yeah, pick berries. Yeah, somewhere where like if Violetta went, where there's where there's no Wi-Fi and right? no five G. She can never check the gram. Every picture she was taking, she couldn't post it. Oh, I know, but I'd have some good material for when I you, get back. You would. It would be. It would be a flurry of activity when you return. Because while you're doing it, is it's cool camping, but like Jim and Mary Joe from Displays could come walking by your camp. I go. I guess do it. No, totally. And, right. and when you're walking by, you can hear people snoring in their other campers, right. which like, is weird. But yeah. yours is okay when someone walks by. I'm wondering about a campsite where if someone walks by. You're in big trouble. Right. Right. Because it's probably a serial killer. Right. Again, who's been in hiding in the woods for decades. Definitely. And now has found it's, you know, his pre- his or her prey. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's so You know so what I mean? Nice. Like that kind of thing. Do they do that? Does anybody do that? Or did you ever do that? 312-233-1019. All right. So just one ninth though, right? Two ninths. <laughs> Two ninths? I know. Yeah. Oh, yep. my God. Good luck. That sounds like really Sleeping on the ground? Are you going to have air mattresses? Air sleep mattress. on the ground? Oh. Air mattress. It is a lot of fun. Here's the thing I'll say. Once it's all up and done, it's super fun because you just hang out by the fire and you do cool stuff and you hike I and you do that. all that. But it's the, the, the setup and breakdown are garbage. The worst part, yeah. Yeah. Because I kind of want to do the sleeping bag on the ground. Mm-hmm. I don't ah. want to do any Air mattress. Way. No way. Yeah. Because if you're... And I'm, again, I'm not minimizing yours. Yours 
feels like two-thirds camping. No! You're just well, setting yeah, up the real tent. It's you, not like glamping. Yeah, a, I don't have like a, a lamp and a fur, you know, rug. You walk to the bathroom. You're not having to, you know, poop in the woods. And <laughs> Jim and Mary Joe could bring over a leftover sandwich. Yeah. yeah. You knock 5% yeah. off for the bathroom. So okay. 95% <laughs> camping. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hi there, Sean. Hello, so, Sean. My, fa- my family, actually, we have a cabin in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. We've got about 80 acres of property that goes up to another 260 acres of national forest. It's literally off the grid. Oh, wow. and when I say cabin, I do mean a true blue 1850-style cabin that my family that we built from the ground up. That is awesome. Wow. Yep. And uh, so do you, you ever uh, go up there and find people wandering around <laughs> in the wilderness that seem relieved to see you because you've rescued them? <laughs> we can. We've done it. Um, we actually do a lot of hunting and fishing up there. In fact, in about a few weeks, I'm actually going up for grouse hunting. No. Oh. oh, my God. Now, do you have a flushable toilet or no? No. Actually, it's an outhouse. It's actually something that it's about uh, 20 feet from the actual cabin itself. There's also black bear up there. And we know, actually, that there's a black bear den. You kind of have to keep your eyes open and peeled. There's a sign that says den this way. Yeah. Exactly. Be careful when you go to the bathroom. Right. Pretty much. Right. right. Don't mess up the den and the outhouse. <laughs> yeah. right. Oh, right. Very different. Right. Wow. Yeah. That sounds like uh, that's quite the experience. And do you do you go up quite often and do it? Yeah. Actually, we do. Uh, I go up there and actually get lost for a while. And I'll actually tell folks, don't even bother trying to reach out to me because literally right. you have no cell signal oh, up there. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. That's great. So no that's service. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, so you can't call right. Uber Eats? <laughs> <laughs> do they have DoorDash? I'll just drop my pin. Uh-huh. Find me. Uh, hi, Terry. How you doing? Camping like real camping. Yeah, so you got to go up to the Boundary Waters. they got plenty of outfitters up there that will give you all the stuff you need. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. What are the Boundary Waters? What is that? Glad you asked. That, that is the uh, Boundary Waters Canoeery in northern Minnesota. Oh. Are they him. a canoeery? Well, first of all, there's no motorized vehicles. So you can't have a motorized vehicle, so you got to go canoeing. Right. And there you can go hiking, too, but it's funner to go canoeing. <laughs> right. And go up to the, to the canoeery where yeah. it's funner to go canoeing. That's right. Yeah, Get so they'll, they'll, they'll give you freeze-dried food. <laughs> Whoa. Now, like now, you're now, in yeah, like you're now we're camping. Now camping. <laughs> and they'll, if you want a guide, you can, I, I used to guide up there, so you could hire somebody like me to take you out, and they cook the food for you. Oh, nice. I kind of make you help me, too, though. Right. You, know, you oh, can't just on. get away from right. nothing. But you got to portage your canoe from one lake to the next. It could be a mile long. You get up and have to walk right. from one lake to the next. Oh, man. Uh, you so camp overnight. You try to, you know, once in a while you have a black bear or two come in your camp. And no, right. no big deal. You got to hang your food up. There are no toilets. You just got to find uh, the nearest You got a poop shovel. Poop shovel. Poop shovel. And, you know, yeah. bears poop in the woods. <laughs> bears don't care. The they don't shovel. Why yeah. should we? No way. Right. right. So there's a lot. That'd be a great journey for you and your son. It's really good. It's a lot of fun. Oh, man. Yeah, you should do that, Eric. I think yeah. you should absolutely do that. Yeah. <laughs> for a journey. And I, yeah. Violetta's going just to document from the side. That's wow. So I'm going to give you a wow. drone. <laughs> that would be quite the journey. Although, this is the only journey that we know about. <laughs> yeah, it's the extent of the journeys my son and I have been on. That sounds pretty interesting. That actually sounds really cool. Would you do something like that? Um, if I had a guide like him, I would really consider it because he, you know what I mean. Like you said, he makes you work, but he helps you out a little. Your bit. Your husband would love that, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if you could shop around for the guide though. Like you're going to spend a couple days in the woods with someone. You want to make sure you like them. I remember uh, we started the show. We went camping once. 
and uh, like out in Elburn, they found what? some property and they just let us wander and we can't remember that Swanee. Swanee sat up all night by the fire. <laughs> oh. Wait, totally believe that. He, he did. I yeah. woke. I went to bed. Swanee was sitting by the fire. I woke up. Walked out of the tent. Swanee's still sitting by the fire. Is he afraid? He's like, exactly. He's like, I want to make sure nobody sneaks up. Oh, God. Okay. So it's like a, he's like the secu- night yeah, watchman. He was. Yeah. He was yeah. the overnight security. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Don't miss the Eric in the Morning Saturday show. Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. on The Mix. Anybody listening who? Dating or married to a shorter man. A woman is suing a dating agency for matching her with a short man in Australia. They, look at all these people making it work. Really? Hi, Lizzie. Hi. Uh, dating or married to? Um, I dated in high school. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can probably see it there. You know, a lot of guys don't uh, hit their growth spurt till later on. Uh, how much shorter was he? He was like three inches. I'm like five foot two. He was like right at like five foot, maybe four foot eleven. How are those uh, prom and homecoming pictures? Oh, and we actually never went to we actually never went to homecoming. But he, it was like in between those two times. But okay. we did take a picture together. It right. was really weird. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Aww. like my, you know, I have boy girl twins, and when they were like in middle school, early high school, my daughter was almost six inches taller than my son. Oh, right. really? And they're twins, and he just dreaded taking Aww. pictures together. Wow. But then, <laughs> but then, shut up later, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. And now he's six two, so everything's yeah. fine, right? I, I would guess. Uh, hi, Kate. Hello. I uh, dated a shorter man. I did. I'm six foot tall. He was five seven. Now, I would think yeah. as a six-foot-tall woman, a woman it's, it might be a little difficult to find It's, it's very common, yes. Yeah, My I husband's actually about an inch shorter than I am. So. You Do you uh, still wear heels around him? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and no problems, no issues. You're all comfortable with it now, right? Absolutely. Yeah, he's a keg. I've always wanted to say this right now. Hey, what's up, Cookie? <laughs> yeah. Hey. It's Cookie. Cookie. Uh, hi, Cookie. Uh, dated a shorter man? Yes, he was five inches shorter than me. Oh, okay. uh, how tall are you, Cookie? Five six. Five six. So you dated a five one guy. Yes. And what happened? It was just awkward all the time. Ah, so you're mm. one of those situations where you couldn't make it work. Yeah, well, it w- it was okay, but then it was just, it just got awkward. Uh, well, who while. made it more awkward, him or you? Like, was he uncomfortable that you were taller? Yeah, I think yeah. he was a little intimidated. Sometimes, like <laughs> not like not along each other, but then just in public, yeah. right? Like self conscious, yeah, yeah. And then that's yeah. not sexy. And he loved dating a woman named Cookie, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, well, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Come on. What's up, Cookie? Hey, it's Eric. You know, wow, wasn't that entertaining? That was something, huh? Imagine what's coming next. Uh, this, this is what's coming next, right here. We were mentioning that Summerfest commercial, and Nikki's like, oh, you know, I wanted to go see Dave Chappelle this weekend, but. Uh, well, I'm going camping. Do you remember that, Nikki? Yeah, yep. Do you remember what you said right after that? Uh, no. Violetta, <laughs> do you recall what Nikki said right after, I'm not going to Dave Chappelle, I'm going camping? What'd I'll she never, say? I'll never forget it, because I'm being a good wife. There you go. <laughs> oh, mm, yeah. That's what she said. Yep. I'm doing it to be a good wife. I'm doing it to be a good wife. Because your husband wants to go camping. Yes. You don't necessarily... Well, while you want to, it's not at the top of the list. Absolutely. I don't mind it, but it wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, this I need to do this right now. Right. But you're just doing it yeah. in order to get along. You go along to get along yeah, uh, <laughs> because that's a part of the process. And uh, at some point, you're going to want to do something that he doesn't enjoy right. and he's going to have to take a bullet for you too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. You're taking one for the team. This taking goes on the scorecard. That's yeah. right. So I was I was thinking that. I, I do it to be a good wife <laughs> or maybe... I do it to be a good husband or girlfriend or boyfriend. What do you do because they like it and it's just 
easier and more convenient to go along with the process. Yeah. Maybe, uh, you know, he likes to ride motorcycles on the weekend. You much prefer the car. Mm. <laughs> but you're like, you know what? Okay. All right. You enjoy it. Fine. Fine. Let's go for a ride. Yep. I'll hop on the back there. Let's go for a ride. That's a battle not worth fighting. Right. That's kind of how you got to view it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, pick your battles. Right. You do, really exactly. Do. Is this the hill you want to die on? Right. That's, That's right. what my ex-boyfriend <laughs> used to always say to yeah, me. I'm go. like... Yeah, kind of it is. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, Nick, he's like, I would really like to go to Dave Chappelle. Yep, would have been good. But he wants to go camping, so fine. We'll go camping. I'll do it to be a good wife. He'll do it to be a good husband. I, I made the Ulta comparison before. She wants to go shopping. You're not really big on shopping, but she doesn't want to go alone. So you go and stand in the aisles of Ulta yep. to be a supportive boyfriend or husband. While she looks at all of the moisturizers mm-hmm. and powders. There's a lot of powders there. And I feel mm. like there is a lot of back and forth. Like, I do this, so you'll do yeah. this. Like, I think it's it's a set right. uh, back and forth. Mm-hmm. What is a perfect example in your relationship? You do it to be a good wife or girlfriend or a good husband or boyfriend. 312-233-1019. Becky. Good morning. You do it I just went. to be a good wife. Never thought I would ever do it. I went polka dancing. He wanted to go oh, polka dancing. Oh, awesome. You're like, yeah, but it's Dave Chappelle weekend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Like, All right, I'll go polka dancing. Where did that come from? Um, the, it was a, a guy that I dated about a year ago, and he and his family and the friends that they ran around with grew up in the Polish tradition. Uh-huh. And they wanted to go polka dancing at a place in the suburbs, and I'd never been, so I took one for the team, and I went. Was it the uh, most average night of your life? I would say greatest, but I can't do it. The most average night of your life. It was like sitting on the couch just watching Netflix, just normal, boring. Oh, <laughs> see, I thought somehow it was going to be like, and it, and it changed my life, Did and it? I became oh, yeah. a polka nope. dancer yeah. for life. Yeah. Honestly, it was it was really interesting and, and really kind of cool just to see the other culture, but it, it was definitely not my cup of tea. Right. Uh-huh. One and done. Yeah. One and done. Yeah, you, you did you it. Managed it. You can say you went. You know, it's like Whip's wife. Does she really want to go to every baseball stadium in America? <laughs> no. Hell no. Not even one of them. And you're dragging her along and she's going along. Take exactly. it for the team. Have you told your friends about the Eric in the Morning podcast? You probably should. I gave you a couple of clues there. Nikki in that clip gave you a clue. Monaskine gave you a clue. Uh, Damiano David. That's him. Gives you a clue that consuming this will cut your risk of depression, according to a new study, by 32%. Consuming what, Gina? Pizza. Pizza. Whip would argue, yes, that is not oh, it. That'd be great, though. But you're on the right track, Gina. I see what you did oh, there. Nice. Smart. Smart. Consuming this cuts your risk of depression by 32%, Sheila. Wine. There it oh, is. Oh, okay. Yes. Wine. <laughs> yeah. As Nikki used the word conundrum, which is a good bottle <laughs> of wine. Is. Conundrum. And you got your Italian band and your Damiano David. Uh, you're a nice Italian wine guy. He wants a Chianti or Barolo or Those something. Are terrific. Uh, you know your way around a wine list, Sheila? Not really, but I do drink some cheap red wine. Yeah, what's the name of it? I drink a lot of Barefoot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Barefoot. Uh, and uh, yes, drinking wild home. Barefoot, yeah. What's, uh, what's the Barefoot go for a bottle, roughly? Four ninety nine. Oh, that's a yeah. bargain. Oh, okay. That's wonderful. Go. That is a five dollar headache right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, Nikki, you've uh, been known to drink wine in your day. That's the, the rumor. The study says 
that a few glasses of wine a week can ward off depression. I would like to know from you, what is the definition of a few glasses? Uh, 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 what do you two think? is a few. Two. In theory. Two a day. Two a day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, we're not talking personally. I'm just giving Remember, a definition. In a week, <laughs> in a week, a few glasses of wine. That would be? Seven. Seven? <laughs> yeah. Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> Whip. Uh, Fourteen. <laughs> two to seven glasses. Yeah. Oh, all right. Two to seven glasses is what the study found will cut your risk by 32%. Sweet. It will also increase your headache significantly, yeah. as we said mm-hmm. before. You know, you can tell Alexa to turn on the mix. Just say, Alexa, open 101.9, the mix. Uh, whip, grab a pen. We're uh, going to learn how to please women. All right, got it. Write these down for us. <laughs> okay. Good luck, guys. It yeah. was trending on the talk last week. Uh, there was a guy that posted a video titled, A Female Isn't Really That Hard to Please. And then listed the following steps. Feed her, kiss her forehead, cuddle her, never lie to her. Then a woman replied with her own list that said, call if you're going to be late, take the garbage out, get your pee off the toilet seat, and pick up your crap. Thank you. Violetta likes list number one. Nikki likes likes list number two. Those two lists are merging now. 312-233-1019 on how to please a woman. Because watch. Watch this. Hmm. Here's the one for Violetta. Annette, you suggest what? Cup her face when you kiss her. <gasps> Cup her face when you yeah. kiss her to please a woman. That's for Violetta. And then the one for Nikki is what, Sue? Hi. No farting. No farting. See, <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you're cupping her face to kiss her, do not fart do during not it. Do both at the same time. All right. Did you get that down, Whip? Write that down. Yeah, I got them no both down. face. Yep. Don't yep. fart. Got it. Uh, when it comes to pleasing a woman, it's really pretty simple, Teresa. What happens? Just handle dinner for me. Handle dinner. Please. Yep. And by handle, you mean plan it, cook it, clean, clean it. I mean, you can order it. You can just grill. I don't care what you do. I am so sick of seven days a week having to handle dinner. Ah, yep. Just take okay. care of it. All right. Handle dinner in all forms, facets. Yeah. Yes. Got it. Uh, how do you please a woman, Tina? A weekend away. A weekend Ooh. away. Does the no farting rule apply on that as well? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Okay. All right. How to please a woman, Sherry? Doing what needs to be done without the woman telling him to do it. Oh, amen. Well, well, what needs to be done? Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. How can we do it if we don't know? I want you to want to do the dishes. Yeah. Is Is that what you mean by that, Sherry? Or at least know that it needs to be done. How uh-huh. many times do we have to tell them before they know it? Yeah, yeah I'm with you. And then we're all right of a sudden, here, you're, hey, yeah. they are right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're nagging. No, we're just telling you. Uh-huh. All right. Exactly. I uh, don't uh, be told what to be done. Just know what to be done. And if you don't know, we'll tell you and then do it. <laughs> okay. Clear as day, right? You got all that whip, right? Right. Yeah, I, I, I thought she was basically saying, just know the dishes need to be done. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty easy. Yeah, I, I know they need to be done. And go, Boy, right. those really need to be done. I see them right there sitting there. <laughs> and then you fart and right. walk away. Yeah. Well, I know my golf club is going, why don't you get those done? Yeah, those really need to be done. I see wonder who's going to take care of that. Love you. See you, honey. Do you want me to cup your face and kiss yeah. you now or not? Exactly. There we go. Oh, my God. What was that? Trending on Twitter on the Eric in the Morning Show. Trending on Twitter.
what is trending now. We find out each morning at 7 a.m. and then again at 9.30 with our good friend over there on the social media desk, fresh off her Instagram page. Yeah. And right over to the Twitter page, Violetta with the top three. You ready? Yes. All right, in at number three. A new stat that 18% of Americans have personally invested in NFTs, while 22% know somebody who have purchased them. But the best tweet surrounding this is the fact that probably 18% of Americans can't even tell you what an NFT is. I was thinking about that for tomorrow's Anybody Listening Who, but I feel like we would get nobody. Right. I I don't know anybody that's invested in in non-fungible tokens. Oh, I got a friend. You have a friend that has? Yeah. Let's get them on the phone. Because I was trying to explain this to someone, and I could I could not do it. I right. can't. I still don't. You can try to explain it to me. I still don't understand. I know. It. He right. tries, too. And I'm like, shh, shh, shh. But um, on a side note, El Salvador. You know what, I might try that around here. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just going to go, shh, shh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, listen, El Salvador is the first country to accept Bitcoin as legal tender, and that passed on Tuesday. Oh, really? Well, let's watch that train wreck. Okay. Go get him, El Salvador. (laughs) Trending on Twitter, number two. Jill Biden is uh, heading back to the classroom, making her the first first lady to leave the White House for logged hours on a full-time job. She has been teaching online classes at Northern Virginia Community College, but she's excited to head back to in-person classes. She goes back today, I think. Um, She has also worked at this college since 2019, and she has no plans on stopping, even though her her, her president is her husband. Her Her president (laughs) is her husband. That's right. (laughs) Which is actually true. Yeah. Yeah. And trending on Twitter, number one. For the first time ever, the Golden Girls are headed to the movie theaters near you. Yep. Movie theaters. Yeah. So, so it's going to be a Golden Girls movie. Yeah, well, no. Fans can celebrate the sitcom turning 36 by watching Blanche, Rose, Dorothy, and Sophia on September 14th and 21st. Who turned 36, 78 years yeah. ago. <laughs> is this going to be a, this is a prequel? Only, <laughs> only Betty is still with us, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, no, you can watch the four fan-favorite episodes at AMC River North down here on Illinois, Webster Place on Webster, and Regal City North on Western. They should uh, actually do a movie like... Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's ending anyway. Yeah. They should do a movie and try to cast those characters again. Might be kind of interesting. No, oh, well, the characters, yeah. Right. Like yeah. That's what, or, the, yeah, or how they became the Golden Girls. No, I mean, it's fun to just rewatch the episodes. Really, I do every night, and I can't wait. You do every night? <laughs> every night. No, I <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.